Welcome everyone to Curtain Jerks, the podcast that brings you the fun and funny of wrestling and is not up for sale and the WWE is not trying to purchase, nor is it reliant upon Billy Corgan's money to keep going. I'm your host, Scott Narver. I am a podcaster, a YouTuber, a host over at Fox Sports, a comedian, an actor, a guy that lays down way more than stands up or walks around or runs. I just like lying down. It's just a good, natural feeling. I don't know, if if I had caveman ancestors, I don't know how they got to this point in life. Because I'm a guy that just likes, I like to lay down. If I were, in, if I were a wrestler, man, I'd be the greatest jobber because I'd have no problem laying down for everybody because it's comfortable. It's probably very comfortable on a wrestling mat. I've never lied down upon a wrestling mat, so I wouldn't know. But man, I get pinned like crazy. I wouldn't even have to, you wouldn't have to put a submission hold on me. Just be there. Just be there. Like, go ahead. Don't hook the leg. That's uncomfortable. There we go. One, two, three. I'm going to take a nap now. Oh, there's another match? Well, go ahead. Get another, get another pinfall on me. Speaking of getting the pinfall on them, oh boy, right? This is, this is a little cliche. This is a little hammy, but... I am all set to go. I got my ticket purchased, got my hotel reserved, got it all set up. Have it even set up with PR people from TNA that I'm supposed to go to the show along with co-host at Wrestling Compadre Slamcast, Dale Rutledge. We're going to Florida. It's happening. But as I record this episode right now, the reports are coming in left and right. I just read a thing. I read a Billy Corgan interview talking about the state of the show on Sunday, Bound for Glory, something I'm looking forward to so much. Uh, that is, this is not a put on, this is not one of those like, hey, everything in wrestling's great, I'm excited for all of it, blah, blah, blah. Isn't, isn't Ryback fun? You know, no, no, I am, I am genuinely excited for Bound for Glory. I've been loving what TNA's been putting on, uh, and the majority of it. And it's, it's an exciting show. And the idea of being there live for anything that is the Great War, if any of that were to spill into the arena and it's not all taped with the Hardys and everything, oh my God, I'd lose my mind. I would lose my mind in total excitement. And this is all in jeopardy. This may not happen at all. TNA, they've been saying it for years. This is the one time I finally believe it that they may actually close their doors. Billy Corgan admitted to uh, Vince McMahon being in negotiations with TNA, talking about trying to buy them, and uh, they're just waiting for funds to come through. That's what Corgan's saying for TNA. Like, they have something pending. He's trying to put his money forward, but it was all they needed a little bit more time. I don't know. Maybe he's waiting for Notre Dame to win a football game, and then he gets his... uh, he gets his scratch in. I don't know. I don't know how this works. I want to start a GoFundMe for it right now. That's that's how excited I am for the show, and I want it to happen so bad, because I don't want WWE to buy it. That's another thing gone. That's another thing that I enjoy that's separate that's gone. Whether they would keep it running, I don't know. Whether they buy it for the library and they kill it and they put it all in the network. That, I mean, watching the library in its entirety is definitely enjoyable, but I, 
there's so many cool acts and so many cool people that I feel are just gonna dissipate and go nowhere. And Broken Matt Hardy, that can't go away. I don't want that going to WWE. They're gonna fuck it up. Let's be serious. It would be cool for two weeks and then you go, oh, Vince is fucking it up. He's fucking it up. It's no good. So I don't know. <laughs> I guess if all else fails, Dale and I are going to be riding a lot of roller coasters uh, <laughs> over the weekend. And you'll hear all about it first on Wrestling Compadre Slamcast. And maybe I'll have a sweet, sweet sunburn that you can all admire on camera. You'll see me just pink, a pinkish hue. If anybody presses my skin, it'll be Seamus White for a second and then go right back to that pinkish hue. So, um, yeah, that's terrifying. It's absolutely terrifying. Ugh. But more great things going on. Like I said, wrestling is really awesome right now. There's so many good things going on. There's so many talented people that are getting a shot. Uh, WWE's amazing right now after Backlash and now Clash of Champions. I thoroughly enjoyed both shows. And there's been really cool stuff. They've been playing at the top of their game. Like, stuff is smart. The booking is cool. The writing is fun. The characters are being fleshed out. Wrestling is current and hip right now. And you can tell that from two of our main attractions of Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho. The best friends! They're best friends, you guys. They're, they get along so well. They help each other out in matches. Jericho was there to help out Owens during his match. And... You know, to capitalize on all this current, fresh, hip stuff going on in wrestling, WWE's right on the pulse of it. You know what I'm saying? They're right there. They know what's going on. So they're going to capitalize with special guests this Monday. Best friends also, Ashton Kutcher and Danny Masterson. Jesus Christ. Really? This is, this is, this is it? Like, this is what we're doing? This is them going, hey, who are, who are best friends right now outside of wrestling in the sports and or entertainment world that are relevant? Vince, what do you, that 70s show? Those guys? No, well, that hasn't been on for a while, and I don't really know if wrestling fans like those guys to begin with. Maybe Danny Masterson, but I don't think anybody gives two fucks about Ashton Kutcher. You want them to show up on the show? Uh... I mean, hey, let me throw this out there. Uh, Chris Pontius and Steve-O? That might be a little bit better. No? Okay. Well, uh, shit. Hey, f fuck those guys. How about we go back even further? Let's go Owen Wilson and Jackie Chan, huh? How about that? I mean, those would be bigger names. Uh, be th throwing back a little bit further. No? How about the Smothers Brothers? Let's get them on Raw. That will be, that'll be right current and hip along with Owens and Jericho, you got the Smothers Brothers. They do a little bit of comedy, too. No, hey, let's go even further. Let's get Amos and Andy. That'd be great. That, that'd be wonderful. That'd be topical and racist. So I feel Vince McMahon would love that. What the, what is this? Is anybody happy about this? I didn't watch that 70s show. If I did, I saw it in glimpses and went, ugh, I'm changing the channel. Good for them. They made a lot of money. People got paid. Awesome. And I get it. If I were to be doing full-time acting again and I got on a show like that, I get it. I get it. You do your thing. But, like, why why these two? I would use sports figures as a, as a combo to put in there, too. I don't know any. I don't know who 
who of sports fame are two best friends that could be put in there as well? Troy Aikman and Dan Marino? Are they buddies? I don't know. This, this is a downer to me. I am not looking forward to these two showing up on Raw and what I think has been really fun and interesting television lately. These are two guys I don't... One I don't like, one I don't care. So Masterson gets the passive. I really have no feeling towards him. I just know he hangs out with Ashton Kutcher. Kutcher probably shows like old photos of Demi Moore naked on his phone. Goes like, check this out. And Masterson's like, oh, that's cool. I have a bunch of ladies that, you know, they I promised them roles on the show and I never gave it to them. So. <laughs> and they're just showing nude, nudie pics to each other. So... I don't think they're going to get beat up either. I don't think anything's going to happen. So there's no payoff there. It's, it's, it, it's very disappointing. It's very disappointing. I'm talking about two downer things right now. Uh, Ashley Kutcher, Danny Masterson. Uh, Manerson, Masterson. I don't care. I don't care. Let's sooner get uh, John Candy and uh, Dan Aykroyd up there. huh? Let's just dig up John Candy and spread out his ashes on there. Have Undertaker run in Tombstone, the ashes of John Candy. That'll be way more exciting. This is very strange. This is very strange, to say the least. Uh, I want to know if you're excited for Ashton Kutcher and Danny Masters, and you're like, oh, I'm such a huge fan, and this is going to turn out great. One of them's going to get in a Boston Crab or Walls of Jericho, or uh, he's going to do a Centon splash on him. Ooh, doggy. Watch those ratings fly. Fly right out the window. WWE 2K17, who's excited? Who's getting it? I tried to get the NXT edition a little while ago, didn't get it. Considering going digital, I don't know. It looks impressive as always. The newest commercial's amazing. That commercial where they're going through the town of Suplex City and you see all these landmarks or things uh, like businesses within the city that are wrestling oriented. The, like there's the, the, the equivalent of the Wonder Wheel in um in new york and uh it's a spinner rooney and then you got seamus's bro kick bar you got ambrose out in the back like throwing dudes in dumpsters with the <laughs> which maybe there's a couple of things of that commercial that make me flesh out the world more in my mind because i have that kind of time so when we see ambrose throwing a dude in a dumpster all i can think of is like some back alley prostitution where uh Ambrose sucked that guy's dick, but that guy didn't have any money. So Ambrose got mad and threw him in a dumpster. Anybody else think that? Anybody else? No? Yes? That's immediately what I went to. And then he looked at the camera. That's the next client. Like, oh, hey, you know, hey, if you got money, we ain't going to have a problem. You know, you'll just get a dick suck. Lunatic fringe style. Emphasis on the fringe and a touch of lunatic. Um... Alberto Del Rio's in that bar uh, of Seamus' bar and looking like, hey, things didn't work out. I'm going to leave, okay? I'm, I'm out of here. Uh, what else happens in that commercial? Oh, all leading to, I mean, everything that happens, it goes to this underground fighting layer. Like, you know, the feeling of like a Lucha Underground, but it's like pit fighting. Uh, and it's Brock coming down this caged elevator going to fight somebody. They don't even show who that guy is. And then Heyman having the, you know, a la Mr. Anderson Mike 
and saying, enjoy your stay, or, you know, you're about to get your head fucking ripped off by Brock Lesnar. It creates such a cool world that you see that and you go, why the fuck isn't that a WWE film? Why isn't that hour and a half, straight on the network, whatever, even in the theaters? I think we would all flock to go see that. I'd flock to go see a Dean Ambrose sucking dick movie. And then he doesn't get paid and he beats dudes up. I'd see that. I'd also see everything emphasizing Brock Lesnar destroying people in this underground fighting world. It looks so cool. And that's how good advertising can be sometimes. Because when I'm going, "Eh, I don't know, I'll get the game at some point, maybe on discount. I see that ad and I go, oh, fuck. I got to get this game. And I lose all previous thoughts about it. I lose any, you know, like, oh, well. And then I got to get the season pass, and that's a couple extra bucks as well. Um, and it's just going to be like playing the other ones. My excitement level shot through the roof, and it made me really want to get the game. I didn't do anything about it yet, but I am excited for the game now from that commercial alone. How about you? Are you excited? Are you getting this game? What's going on? What system are you getting it for? Are you getting it for the old systems? Because if you are, man, you're messing it up for everybody else with the new systems because they got to build them for both. Got to build the the old ones and then it makes the new ones crappier. It's a whole thing. 16 bits podcast we're running, I, I'm sure I'd go off on and on there. But um, it looks pretty, pretty cool. Pretty, pretty cool. Um, and like I said, I, you know, I, I've got, I'm, I'm doing laundry right now. I've got I got my jorts all clean. I got my cargo shorts all clean and I'm, I'm ready to go to Florida. And I, I don't know, it just feels, it, it, it's throwing my world upside down. I might lose an entire wrestling company. We may lose an entire wrestling company. What am I saying? And uh, I don't know, there's just, just it, it, it makes me wonder what's really going on behind the scenes. Am I, there's got to be something more to this, right? Like, I'm not alone in thinking this. Is it just on the surface of what it is? No, I think there's something more to it. You're telling me you know of some kind of conspiracy that's going on in the world of wrestling? Jesse Ventura! Whoa! You just came out you just came out of nowhere. You just came from out of the bushes there, it seemed like. Yeah, you got to do that. You know, when you have Navy SEAL training, you can't let everybody know you're going to walk through a door. So you got to keep things interesting and keep your enemies and all your friends aware at all times. Aware at all times? You know what I mean? It's a surprise. They got to keep their awareness at a high alert level. Code red every time. Okay, look, I'm glad you're here because I think there's a conspiracy going on in wrestling. Of course there's a conspiracy going on in wrestling. What do you think? What do you think? There's not anything going on. I know of conspiracies and I can inform you if you're ready to see the truth, if you can clean your third eye and be aware of the truth that will be coming straight at you. I have my third eye cleaned. I mean, I've never done any drugs, but I'm ready to accept the truth, Jesse. If you are willing to share that with me, I'd be happy to. You got it. Okay. One conspiracy that I bet you didn't even know about. I, I bet you sit there in your, in your lazy boy reclining, watching your WWE, not expecting there to be any conspiracies. You think everything is hunky-dory, but it's not hunky-dory. If you look at NXT, you'll see there's a major conspiracy right before your eyes. There's a conspiracy in NXT? What? I, 
I mean, I'm thinking of everything that I know of, like the tag teams, the women's division, uh, Triple H running it. No, 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 no. You're, you're not even seeing it. It's right in front of your eyes. Do you notice Japanese wrestlers Hideo Itami and Shinsuke Nakamura have very prominent roles inside of NXT? Yeah, I mean, Shinsuke Nakamura is a champion right there right now. And uh, Hideo Itami, he's a, he's a major superstar there. Yeah, the Yakuza runs NXT. Wait, what? I, no, it's it's Triple H that's running NXT. Are you trying to pull the wool over my eyes? The Japanese Mafia, the Yakuza, are clearly running NXT, making Japanese superstars prominent. Name a time ever in the WWE that a Japanese wrestler has ever been on top or been a champion of the world. Boy, I mean, okay, well, hold on, let me think about it for a second. I'm, I'm sure there's a time, I mean, Mr. Fuji was a tag team champion. Tag team champion, that's nothing, that's nothing, that's a lower card. You can surely fill that with any sort of Japanese wrestlers then if you want to. No, the Yakuza are infiltrating NXT. We all know that they were running pride fighting championships a long time ago, so now they got their hands in this. I can't really you know, put in the evidence against it. I mean, all I can say is, no, it's Triple H. Yeah, that's, he's a face of a company, but that's not who's actually running what's going on there. You're going to see a lot more Japanese guys in there. Uh, and also, hey, what about that, the Asuka, huh? The Japanese woman right there. You know, you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, that's right. And she's women's champion. Do you even see it? You can't even put the pieces of the puzzle together. I've given you plenty of corner pieces waiting for you to put in a centerpiece of that piece of Asuka. But you couldn't even figure it out for yourself. I have to put, I have to put all the pieces of the puzzle together for you. All right, you're, you're getting excited. You're spitting on me quite a bit. Okay, if you didn't even know that, then I guess I'll tell you another, I'll tell you another conspiracy. Look, I don't think that one's a conspiracy. I think that's just a global twist of fate that just works out for the Japanese people. I think it's just a wonderful thing that happened to occur. Oh, that's a global twist of fate? Do you know another global twist of fate? It was the Twin Towers of 9-11. Okay, Jesse, look, that is not... We are not looking for that right now. That was another global twist of fate. Open up your eyes. Okay, look, if you have another conspiracy theory, let's not talk about 9-11, okay? The Miz is the most entertaining performer on SmackDown Live. Don't you think that's a little odd? You know, I, I have to admit, I've talked about it previously on the show. I think that is very bizarre. I I am loving The Miz right now, and I've, I've never, never said that on the show before. And Daniel Bryan has too many concussions to wrestle. Oh, is this just happenstance? I don't think so. You think there's a conspiracy linking the two between them? Isn't it obvious? Daniel Bryan's a known vegan. Perhaps now that's come to light and we all know that Guatemala is poisoning vegetables. Mm, I don't, that seems, it seems like you didn't even have a full idea when you said that there by the end. Guatemala is poisoning vegetables. So all vegans that get their uh, eco-friendly 
produce sent to them. They, they're being poisoned and it's weakening their mind. And Daniel Bryan's mind is weak right now. And everyone that eats meat is strong. John Cena eats meat. The AJ Styles eats meat. The Miz eats meat. They are strong and they are thriving. They are thriving on SmackDown Live. But a vegan, a vegan is just in a, in a quote unquote position of power. And he's not really in power now, is he? I mean, no, I mean, it's part of the show that he's not really making decisions or anything like that. No, his mind is weak and it's deteriorating. It's from all the bok choy that he's eaten. Uh, wait, you t mean to tell me that bok choy is sent from Guatemala? Of course it is. What do you think? They sent it all the way from Asia. It would deteriorate by the time it would show up. It wouldn't need, a, it wouldn't need a, a preservatives put on it and other things to, to keep it alive. And that's what vegans won't eat. They can detect it. They can smell it with their nose. But clearly, they are being poisoned with other new pesticides made by the Guatemalan government. You gotta open up your mind to this stuff. You can't be a closed book. Okay, Jesse, I, you know, I guess I'll accept that too. It is strange. It is very, very strange that The Miz is entertaining and that Daniel Bryan is out of wrestling entirely. And uh, so I, 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 will, I will secede to that. I will secede to that idea and that, that being a conspiracy theory. Okay, but look, I think I have a conspiracy theory of my own. As I was saying at the top of the show, TNA, bound for glory, doesn't have the money to put on the show, may get closed. Conspiracy, am I right? No. What? I, yeah, no, there's a conspiracy there. There's gotta be a conspiracy theory there. We have Billy Corgan in on there now, you know, a band member that was, who's, he's in the mix and trying to trying to run the company. No, there is absolutely no conspiracy there. Looking for a wink. I'm looking for a little uh, tell in your face. I'm looking for some kind of hint of something. Well, you're not going to find one because there's no conspiracy there. What? What do, you, what do you mean there's no conspiracy there? You mean to tell me you think there's some kind of conspiracy that TNA doesn't have enough money to put on Bound for Glory and do the rest of their TV tapings? That that's a conspiracy? Yeah, I do. No, there's no conspiracy. It's just bad business making when you have a company called TNA. People think that means boobs and butts. means tits and ass. That Why would anybody want to support a brand like that? It sounds like it's, it's just bad business. They think it's some sort of pornography. No, I wouldn't invest money into that. That's poor business decisions. Okay. Uh, okay, but don't you think it's some sort of conspiracy that Vince McMahon... Buys them up, huh? What, wants to buy them when they're, when they're down and out? No, again, no conspiracy there whatsoever. Vince McMahon taking advantage of those who are down and weak and buys them out and then will never pay them any residuals. That's what I go through every day. Vince McMahon owes me all kinds of money and he doesn't pay me while I'm living in Minnesota there in my nice luxurious house being a former governor of the state I'm owed all kinds of money when he shows my likeness and then plays my audio on on his network. So you're saying he's just just sort of just capitalizing on everybody and taking advantage when he can when someone's down and out? That's exactly what I'm saying. There is no conspiracy there. That is just Vince McMahon behavior at a normal level. Well, I mean, what about Billy Corgan? I mean, he's he's a leader of a band and, you know, he's trying to buy, buy the place out and 
take over from Dixie, who took over from Jeff Jarrett. There's no conspiracy amongst all those three right there. There's no triangle, no, no Illuminati, anything. No, again, Jeff Jarrett, you know, walked away from that company and uh, was bought out. And so he, he just left and Dixie uh, had all kinds of money because probably she was trying to have sex with the wrestlers there because they were all young and in shape. And uh, then from there, Billy Corgan's just a big mark and wants to be some tough guy and show up because he has all sorts of insecurities. So he shows up on the show wanting to be one of the boys. He's just one of those pecker checkers that goes backstage and wants to meet everybody and see him in the shower. Oh, thought thought I opened up my third eye and I, I knew it was some conspiracies. You're way off. You know nothing. You're an ignorant man. Oh, well, I don't, I mean, you didn't need to say that. You're a fool. You need to wake up. You need to read a newspaper. I don't even know where to get one. You got to find a newspaper. You need to get one and read it and read in between the lines. Read every third word. Open up your mind's eye. Open up your third eye and be aware. Wrestling is spoon feeding you lies and you're just there like a duck being turned into Farguar. Isn't it a goose? It doesn't matter. I don't eat that kind of stuff anyway. Look, you're a fool. And if your listeners don't know, they're fools too. All right, Jesse, I'm going to have to ask you to leave, all right? If you're going to call everybody fools for listening to this show. Oh, you don't tell me what to do. But I got to go anyway. I gotta, Thank you for your time. You can buy all of my books. Okay, no, get out of here, Jesse. Get. <sighs> Jesse Ventura, everybody. <sighs> it's a hell of a time. Wrestling is so fun right now. And uh, I'm on pins and needles to know what happens this Sunday. I'm hoping I get to go to Bound for Glory. Either way, I'm going to be right there at Universal Studios. The hotel I'm staying at is just in the mix. I'll be there with Dale Rutledge. Uh, and thankfully, as the movie prize, there are roller coasters. It's not just going to somewhere. Like if I were to just fly out to Minnesota and they were having a show out there and the show gets canceled and I go, well, I'm in Minnesota for a couple of days. This sucks. Nope, that's not the case. So, um... I guess good stuff can still happen. Ah, man, I am just I am just on pins and needles. What are your thoughts? Are you happy TNA is going to close doors, you heartless bastards? Are you hoping it goes through? Are you watching the show this Sunday? Let me know. Hit me up on Facebook and on Twitter. Search Curtain Jerks and you will find it. Uh, also, AfterBuzz TV SmackDown Live recap show each and every Tuesday. Check us out there. We got a full panel again. We got four now. Tom Conley that I was doing main event with is back. He's back on the panel with us, and we are having all kinds of fun on that show. Also, Fox Sports presents Wrestling Compadre Slamcast. Sami Zayn was on the show this week. Back when I talked to him at SummerSlam uh, with Dale Rutledge, in fact. So check out that interview of me talking with Sami. Uh, <laughs> I was talking about morning gut with him. Uh, just to vamp time. Uh, and uh, I confused the hell out of that man. But he was happy enough to play along. Uh, he, was a, he was a good guy. And then uh, also, On Your Mark, youtube.com slash onyourmarkshow. Did you know there's t-shirts as well? Not only is there free, great shoot interviews and comedy coming from On Your Mark, uh, there's also t-shirts, prowrestlingtees.com slash show. If you search On Your Mark, you'll find it there as well. Um, there are four shirts available. All wonderful stuff. Getting feedback from people who've been buying those shirts. 
so that makes me very happy. I got one of each myself, so good, good stuff going on. I hope you have a great week, and I hope you enjoy Bound for Glory. I hope we all enjoy Bound for Glory. So, I'm Scott Narver. Enjoy your wrestling, kids! <laughs>